The Western Huddle for everything AFL, featuring the biggest names in WA and all the breaking news. Big goal for the West Coast Eagles. 92.9 Triple M Perth. Uh, welcome back. Western Huddle, first episode for 2023, season, season three, episode one. And I'm joined by the two men themselves, Andrew Embley, Xavier Ellis. Good morning. Oh, wonderful to be here. The eve of round one. Not I must quite admit, two sleeps. Well, yes, you're right. Two right. sleeps. Time Are your kids obsessed fly. with maybe when they're a bit younger, how many sleeps till something? They yes, like Christmas, oh, birthdays. No, like relax. Are, are your kids into football, like sport, at the moment? Um, yeah. yeah. So my, Ted loves fighting. Loves yeah. just fighting, and then Albie likes his footy and stuff. I reckon so it might be golf. Kids actually. right now, golf's probably the sport to get your kids into. They oh, are shit, not obsessed about still. footy at all. So they wouldn't yeah. even know it's round one coming up this weekend. Right. If I asked them who won the grand final last year, they wouldn't know. Are they good? Like when they go, they play. I was kicking stuff. No, I was kicking. Yeah, they're, so the boys are eleven and nine, and they go pretty well. They, yeah, they, but they, just, they know how to play. Yeah, but they just got other things they're interested yeah. in. So each, no. anyway, each their own. No father son selection coming for the Eagles. <laughs> not the way they're going at the moment. <laughs> no, nah, not yet. No, nah, they blossom late. They might do. Yes. If I was investing, it'd be probably my youngest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bit tougher too. Yeah. A little, little, little <laughs> bit gentle. Well, you know what the youngest do? Because they're actually, they're the ones in the trenches the whole oh, time. Shit, just yeah. going, what about me? What about oh, me? Yeah. So came out the other day to learn. choke a hold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get all the crap clothes. You know, yeah. their brothers hand-me-downs. Uh, I agree. they got to learn to survive. All right. We're going to talk all things footy with a focus on, of course, our two WA teams. And we're only a few days out from uh, the first games of the season. Of course, Saturday, uh, it all kicks off North Melbourne and the West Coast Eagles over there in Melbourne. <laughs> Well, if West Coast don't win this one, <laughs> they've got GWS after that. And then I'd, I don't think the Giants will be as bad as what people assume either. I've, I think the Giants will be early in the year, too. A harder beat than you yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. They're, they've always been a really fast side, and they'll suit uh, Optus Stadium. So, big test for West Coast. Uh, Simo came out last night and said they haven't ruled out Nick Natanui just yet. Uh, un- More unlikely. Unlikely yeah. than likely. So. If Nat Nui plays, and I think, yeah, it definitely changed the dynamics around that midfield group. We saw Jamison uh, a couple of weeks ago up against uh, Big O'Brien from Adelaide and just didn't look. Uh, um, and that's any the chance. issue still the replacement, having been under Clarko for a period of time, and he always used to preach lose a soldier, replace him with yeah. another. That was his thing. You can't do that at West was, Coast. No, that's why there was a soldier <laughs> coming in um, wounded. It's already been, already been to war, shot, <laughs> well, Bailey Williams lost is probably limbs your next and bet, come back. And he's coming off a hamstring injury, yeah. and, uh, and Jamison, oh, he'll have a crack, but yeah, he's not probably up yeah, to it just yet. It's, it's not like they're, they're not dominating state league football. No. And I think that's the issue is that uh, when your depth is not dominant at the Lower level, you get the you get the same sort of game as what they play at the state league. And with West Coast midfield too, they've always been such a proactive midfield yeah. because they've had such a dominant ruckman. So they're not actually used to going to a stoppage. Going, oh, we mm. might have to man up yeah. on someone here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you mean we're not going to win the ruck tap? <laughs> yeah, no, there's not too much of Shuey coming out <laughs> yeah. the front, Yo coming out the front, yeah. Tim Kelly coming out. Talking the front. about Shuey, though, I reckon he was probably one of West Coast's best players a few weeks ago. I was I was absolutely impressed with the way that he was able to break the lines and have that speed. And for someone mm. that's had so many injuries, How many games. He played last year. Oh, I think he played like six or nine. Nah, nineteen or nineteen. Really? Yeah. So I reckon he's. It's, it's become a bit of a myth. Not a myth because he, at times he came off, but mm. like, I think he played the last fourteen in a row. Yep. And maybe seventeen or nineteen as I get it up. Nah, me too much um, in, inappropriate material. My computer because it's frozen. <laughs> um, but Luke Shuey, there you go. Last year he played seventeen games. Yeah. And the go. record was one and sixteen. <laughs> Does he play midfield or half back? 
Uh, I think he plays half back with maybe a little bit of midfield, but I, I, I think half back. I think that's so him and Elliot Yo looked like in the uh, the first sort of few games they were sort of swapping in that sort of I area. Think, I think so. I think that's it's an the interesting plan. one to go from midfield to half back though. Like it's you, you basically haven't got a mindset to go back and defend. And if you're in a half forward and you've got Shoe coming to you, Shuey coming to you, and then Yoey coming to you. Mm. But there's but usually one dead half forward. There there's usually one, one half forward who's doing some uh, run that's, you know, the, you know, the sacrificial yeah, the graveyard right. the shift. Just get head up the so ground. So maybe they just grab the person the on home. the graveyard shift and say, good luck. Yeah. So they get back Sheed, Allen, Cole, and Gov all fit. Yeah. And then they have the youngsters and Jinby, Hewitt um, playing. And Jack Darling's another one that will play. So which out of the young kids are you most excited about watching? Oh, Jinby, for Jinby, sure. that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> he no, was really like, exciting Jin, the other Jinby, day, wasn't he? Yeah, he's going to be a good player. Yeah, he's um, got good size, moves well. I mean, Chesser will debut, but the thing I kept saying last year was people were like, oh, don't forget we haven't got Chesser. I mean, Chesser wasn't a number one draft pick. No. Chesser was like pick 18 or something, where there's still a bit like, oh, is he what's and he going to be like? unknown too, because you know, he missed I mean, but, the whole year last year. But it was year, almost so. like they were speaking of, you know, Chris Judd's well, this school is, for This you, is what on. happens when you haven't had much success yeah. for a while. That poor so young kid comes into the system. I'm not chips in on Chess no, and being no. that superstar, but I think Jinby can be that yeah. superstar that they're hoping for. And Hewitt will get opportunities this year. won't play round one, but, you know, he showed uh, glimpses yeah. uh, in that first game in particular Ricky, against nice Port Adelaide. Goal. Nice stoppage goal, yeah. wasn't it? So yeah. all you need to do as a young kid is just show a little little bit of class. A he little played bit against of... men last year in the um, Waffle as well. Yep. Remember, it's uh, the Black Ducks, your sure. yep. the home of Andrew Wembley. Um, yep. and, and was a little bit scrappy, but showed enough power and you know, yep. had the attributes that it could be a good footballer. Yeah. They want them to be good because they traded that pick and passed on sort of the Wardlaw, mm. Sheasels, McKenzie, I think McKen- Satsis. I think, I think McKenzie's going to be pretty good. He was pretty good in the, in the uh, practice game. I think they're pretty happy with McKenzie. <laughs> so you reckon West Coast did the wrong thing by giving up two? Don't know. Well, it depends what the others we're do. We're going to find I, out. I think, I think Jinby, I, honestly, I think Hawthorne were keen on Jinby and they were keen on McKenzie. And they yep. took McKenzie, West Coast ended up with Jinby. I think they're both very happy with him. Yeah, okay. Where do West Coast finish at the end of the season? Oh, I think they can win seven games, seven, eight games. What that gets them 14th, 15th. I think they'll definitely improve on last year. I think if Nick Nat's out there for the majority of it, they, they can certainly win a few more. Um, I think Oscar Allen, hopefully he can um, you know, play inside Ford 50 alongside Jack Darling. The, the thing is with West Coast, with where they're at, their best players are still their old players. So if they're fit, Alec Yost had a big preseason from all reports. Dom Sheed, they missed last year. Like, I think they're around the place, but you wouldn't expect they're going to be contending. What do you expect from Oscar Allen? Well, I expect that if West Coast can find a way to get the game played in their forward 50, I think he's going to be uh, an important player for them. Um, you know, your, your two goals a game from Oscar Allen, I think, is is something that's quite reasonable. He's uh, a few years ago on the verge of, you know, becoming one of the best um, young forwards in the competition and obviously missed all of last year. But, you know, he's, a, he's good size, he moves well, and I think... Now that there's no Josh Kennedy inside that yeah. Ford 50, Jack Darling, we're not really quite sure. Um, you know what's, uh, you know, if you'll play or not this week, but you know he's got to insert himself now as the main man inside that Ford line. Yeah, I agree. With that. So he's played. Oscar Allen has played. So he's turning 24 this week. So he'll be 24 this week. Yeah. Oscar Allen. He's played 60 games for 60 goals essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's time, it's time so, to be 40 plusing, isn't it? Well, that's right. And you know, and he can't a, help injury, so no, that's no, obviously no, exactly. but you think and 24 now, now 24. like you know, you know, you talk about some of the best forwards that you know in our era, you know, your Rewalts and your Jonathan Browns and your Matty Pavlich's Franklin. Franklin, you know, that were doing a lot Franklin of 24. 53 last year, 
at the age of 70. <laughs> yeah. And like we're sitting there going, geez, the Kings, geez, they kicked 50. Yeah. Franklin yeah. still kicked 50. No. Mm. Well, you can't put 23 uh, games, anyone 53 on, goals uh, or something. Oscar, on his level. Oscar didn't play at 23. At 22, they played him half the time in the ruck. Yeah. So. And they pushed him down back a little bit yeah. at times, so, didn't they? Over under, if I mm. gave you 80 goals combined for Darling and Allen. Oh, mate, you take that West Coast any day of the week. Oh, no, I'm punching <laughs> on it. You're punching yeah. on it. I'm going on it. Oh. It's $1.90. $1.90. And oh, yeah. sell the house, we're going under. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move Members, on. We're selling Katie's old man's yeah. toy two down south. And we're going on. under, and then we'll have the house next door. Yeah, done. Let's go to Frio. The tadpole. Rhino was in during the week on Triple M Breakfast. Tadpole, why tadpole? Sorry, guys. Well, because when I first met him, he was just like a little bit of like a a Ah, spur. You're right. You you made him what he is, you reckon, today. We did a podcast over the years. I gave him a bit of advice. Yeah. yeah. And the little tadpole's now grown into a man. It's great. Yeah, beautiful. Seed's been planted. He Mm. said that Frio will make the grand final. He was also interviewing JL that day (laughs) and said that Brayshaw would win the brown line. I'm just saying what he said. What a suck hole five minutes that was. So what do you have Frio this year? Seventh. Seventh, just yeah. that's it, just seventh. Yeah, I just, well, I think Richmond will finish above them. I think Melbourne will finish above them. I think Brisbane will finish above them. I think Sydney will finish above them. I think Geelong will finish above them. And have I said maybe, yeah, I've missed one, but I don't know, sixth, seventh, eighth. Embers? Well, I think around fifth. I'm not sure if they're a top four team just yet. I think there's um, a few other sides at the moment that I like probably more than Fremantle. Had a great year last year. Just worry about their goals. Well, they've got to replace thirty odd from Rory Lobb. But yeah, it wasn't, year it wasn't last enough year. last year. They still. No. no, I think Nat Fife is, is the key. We yeah. keep speaking about it. If he can, you know, nail a couple early with those set shots, which is obviously you know really important for his confidence and his team's mm. confidence. Then you know he, he's a dangerous player inside there. They've got a few kids there that can definitely stand up. There's no doubt that when you have a look at their forward line on paper, um, Jai Miss. You know, he's, he's going to be a quality player, still a little bit young, mm. but he could definitely stand up and, you know, kick 30-odd. Matty Tabernard, he's just sent half 40. He'll do what, you know, what he does if he can stay fit. Stay fit. Yeah. Pressure's um, pressure's on a bit there with Tabernard. Oh, absolutely. I reckon, Especially he, now with Tracy yeah. coming through a little bit. Look, I don't mind Tracy. Like, at least no, he like just goes straight hard at the football. Oh, you know, like he's a hard and tough and he's a young kid. And Sarong said the um, other day it's the number one player he likes to kick there to. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you know why? Because he actually goes straight, straight at the, yeah, straight at the kicker and he's hard it. at yeah. it, you know, and he's, um, and that's, uh, that's, that's good. And, you know, when you're sort of coming out of a stoppage and you see that lead, mm. it's almost sort of, you know, you're too scared to kick it to anyone else. Yeah. So they just got the teams up then. So I don't, I don't see them any better whether they finish above them just with the draw. I don't see them any better than Brisbane, uh, Carlton, Collingwood, Geelong, Melbourne, Richmond, Sydney, Bulldogs. Oh, They've still, got a, an still incredible start teams. to the season, yeah. Freo. They, they should be, should be seven six and two. Yeah, yeah. They they're, um, they're going. Uh, so it's going to be a you know, key to them. Start they can get really six well. and two. They're away, and they should. Well, be. that's right. And they've always been a pretty good starting um, side, though, Freo. Yeah. And it's, they've sort of dropped away in previous years, but. You wait and see. I think Luke Jackson's going to be a massive in for them, and as is Jay Gary Mir. Well, I think they've got two. Uh, when West Coast players. were at the highest of highs, yep. and Ed Fremantle during their successes, yep. uh, teams coming to Subiaco to play against West Coast was daunting. Oh, absolutely. You, you shit yourself yeah. from Monday to Friday. You ran out, you shit yourself. Uh, the crowd goes off there. They need, I still reckon there's room for improvement with Frio at Optus. When they get to that stage where they're top two contending, mm. uh, they, they'll be getting 50, 55, yep. 60. 
And it is one of those ones where you go, oh, God, Fremantle at home. And, and they are a, you know, compared to West Coast crowd, they're a little bit more rougher. They, no, uh, they're a fantastic crowd. They, they don't mind, actually, you know. I'm at the sporty you... with two of them every weekend. Yeah. Christ yeah, no, I used to, uh, every time in a derby against Fremantle, you certainly heard the Freo yeah. supporters from the And they, they uh, can turn that into an army, line. can't yeah, they? they sure can. And you're right, like, you know, they've got a big membership base, and if they can start to get on a, a winning, um, you know, train ride, then there's no doubt that uh, their crowd should mm. be able to come and support them. Uh, Brayshaw and Sarong should take another step, and you're big on Sarong, X-Men? Yeah, so I am. Yeah, Sarong, absolutely love him. I think Brayshaw is obviously a fantastic footballer, but he's very, very uncontested. I mean, I think he's probably the most uncontested midfielder in the competition almost, whereas uh, in comes O'Meara and Sarong. I think Sarong uh, is going to have the lion's share of no five, no Monday. Uh, Sarong, vice-captain, I think that was the right decision to make Pierce captain because I reckon he mm. might be in the wings just ready to go in a year uh, and a year or two. Uh, I think Sarong's their leader. I love it. I love how hard he is. I love how competitive he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Sarong man. If I had a pick of him, I'd be going Sarong. Be interesting to see what the opposition does with Brayshaw this year. And going back to your, you know, your point of being, you know, such an uncontested player. He's a hardworking player. But, but, uh, not, not a no, criticism. No, no, no. I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. No, no, absolutely no. But his ability to be able to get away from a yeah. stoppage and find the football is frightening. Yeah, gets a lot of kicks on those 45s. Now, generally speaking, they're the kind of players that you can actually stop. Tag. It's a lot easier yeah. to, to stop a Brayshaw because he was doing that. Saw Dacos the other Had day, Hawthorne yeah. um, getting tagged where he was brilliant at finding those. Yeah. Clacker in the back and good luck. And that's the mm. thing. That's the, the, the next challenge, you know, for Dacos. But yeah. going back to, to Brayshaw, Brayshaw that's what, yeah. you know, if someone starts to go, okay, yeah. well, you know what, we have some success by tagging him. Yeah. And then, you know, it's going to be a lot easier to tag that uncontested player like Brayshaw compared to a, you know, Sarong that's, you know, yeah, in and under. Um, you know, Are you a tagged Um. <sighs> Yeah, I am. Yeah. I, I am, and but it's certain certain players. Those players on the outside that can really hurt you. You know, Isaac Smith's. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to actually tag him because he's so yeah. you know, fit. But you know, again, you know, you saw what he did, the impact that he had on the grand mm. final day. Now, and those guys that can get at you on the outside, yeah. run hard, kick goals, they they, they do hurt you. My theory is with tagging. You know, I'm surprised more teams don't do it. Get your player 18 to 22, mm. so they're lucky to be in the team. They're not going to break the game open. Yeah. And sit him on player 1 to 4. Yeah. And if the 1 to 4 becomes 8 to 12, you've mm. won that matchup. I don't understand why the shitter end of the stick doesn't go straight to the gold end of the stick mm. and at least reduce their impact. Yep. It's not hard tagging. But you can guarantee Ross Lyon's going to tag someone this week. Yeah. Well, Windhagen is out, yeah. I think. So he's like usually a, the... So St Kilda have 14 injuries on their list. <laughs> I know. And now Membre's gone as well. He's with the latest to uh, withdraw from the game. So I think um, Ross is out. Uh, oh, yeah, Crouch and, and is out. Uh, Billings out. is out as well. Yeah, there's a stack of them. Yeah, so I think Fremantle should uh, get this one uh, ticked off and hopefully they can come back without any injuries. You, you know, it's a, um, so I just clicked on St Kilda to see where they had the injury update or what's their lead story. And it's just a... Um, Saints thank Greaser, Keith Ford, Caitlin Greaser, find a new home in the AFLW during a different period. I was like, that's a team that's not really promoting round one football at the moment. They're like, shit, what's yeah, our team going to yeah. look like? I got a um, Google alert and it came up with uh, Frio Franklin on the move. And I was like, gee, what's happening here? Yeah. And she plays there. Yeah. Women's team. Yeah. Um, so here's the name. Sorry, just quickly, I got them up there. Caulfield's out, Seb Ross is out, Wynn Hagen's out, Max Heath's out, Jack Hayes is out, Leo Conley. I don't know who that is. Max Bill, King Billings, as well. Billings King. Yeah. Uh, Zach Jones. And that's about all yeah, the so names. Yeah, so Billings, ones. King, Membre, 
Zach Jones and Ross. That's five of their top ten yeah. out. And then you're replacing it with your bottom five. Yeah, and they're and pretty yeah. similar to the West Coast. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing at the yeah. moment. So, yeah. so it Frio, might be a uh, lock and line. Might be a bit of a slog. Um, hopefully uh, Dollar, from uh, Dollar sixty uh, Ross Lyons. Uh, they can have the roof open and just pulls down and just becomes a <laughs> oh, Ross's Ross's roof, Ross's but somehow kept the roof open. I looked at the weather in Melbourne over the weekend already. It's like thirty degrees, unfortunately. Yeah, he gave some Jewish supporters some buckets yeah, of water off. Yeah. Uh, they I got... left the sprinklers on last night. I still reckon there's that 0.1 percent of a chance that that audio got released because Ross wanted it released. There's the feedback oh, session. Oh, I think so. Uh, I got a few questions under the banner of Are we sure? And then we'll get your season uh, prediction. Yeah. So, first off, are we sure that Adam Simpson will be coach at the end of this season? Yes, he's got three years left on a contract. You can't pay that out. They ours. can't pay it out, work it out. Why would you work it out if you get sacked? You owe me, pay me. Mm. No, but they can you know, bring it forward. Or do a West Coast are probably the one club in the competition. Maybe West Coast, Collingwood. Soft cap. Yeah, um, soft cap, yeah. Yeah, but... but Haw- they- Hawthorne got stitched last year with Clarkson's situation, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Does he have three left or one left? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. It'd be uh it'd have to be West Coast a disastrous year for for them to uh get rid of Adam Simpson. All right, lock that in. Are we sure a skinny Tim Kelly is a good thing? Wait and see. So uh, lost a, <laughs> lost a lot of weight last year, yeah. looks skinnier again this year. Was much bigger when he was playing at Geelong and probably hasn't lived up to the hype. So one from yeah, field. He's been okay, Tim Kelly. I think we I think we were a little bit harsh on him, um, but I'm just getting his numbers up. Uh, look, oh, time I think, will tell. He needs to be the best midfielder in that team, yeah, just uh, the way he's played. This is what happens, right? You go from um, you know being part of a very good midfield at Geelong, you know, getting the end of a few, you got Selwood, Dangerfield around you, goes to West Coast, and when you are not winning football as a team, when you haven't got anyone supporting you around you, and there's so much expectation on you, mm. there is a lot of pressure. And yeah, he's you know. You know, compared to what we saw at Geelong, there's definitely he's definitely been below that. But I thought his um, year last year was actually was really good, really just, solid. Just having a quick glance, Embers, he's got a forty and two goals in there, a thirty-eight and one, thirty-two <laughs> and one, thirty-one, yeah. twenty-eight, twenty-eight, twenty-eight. Like there's a few good games. There's some good games yeah. in there. Um, he's clearly go. trimmed down to become more of an outside player. Well, they they all need to be because that's where West Coast get absolutely torped. And the problem is, last year you had to play inside because Yo Sheed. Mm. Weren't playing. I think you'll still play inside. Yeah. You can still be. You can still be light. It's still strong yeah, in contest. He's and not like a chain player to get through and kick goals. Well, you, no, you, get, in, get in amongst the contest. I'm asking you. Yeah. I just don't fumble. No, no you're fine. No, yeah. I think he, he's just going. You know what? I probably uh, didn't cover the ground as well as I did last year. So I'm just going to drop some kgs. They um, all needed to. I can assure you, yeah, going into the gym, Tim Kelly would be, um, you know, as strong as he was in the last couple of years. Yeah, just lighter. Are we sure Nat Fife can win the Coleman? I'm not sure, but I'm on it 200 to 1 to work it out. <laughs> he can't win the Coleman. <laughs> oh, oh. So, hang on. Bear with me. Bear with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Nat Fife plays a full season, right? Yeah, yeah. He's played two inter-club games already. Yeah, he's kicked, kicked six. He's yep. kicked three a game. Uh, so, by the way, all those goals have been little snaps from the pocket. Yeah, so wait until he... He hasn't kicked the set shot Yeah, yet. okay. So, he's kicking <laughs> three a game. Yeah. So, 23 rounds. Yeah. There's 69. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's your old-fashioned dinner for two, if I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Coleman medalist kicked 64 last year. Yeah, no, I'm hearing you. 200 to 1. I'm hearing one, you. One, you don't, don't want to be look. kicking six uh, Why not have a look? Season. No, you can have a look at 200 to 1. Talking to Eric McKenzie the other night, uh, um, I said Ed Easy was a good defender. Very good defender. Said to him, mate, would you rather play on a Harry Mackay or a Nat Fife in the goal square? Guess who we chose? Yeah. Harry every day of the week. Mm. 
Oh, listen, that five, he could be anything this year. And at 200 to 1. I'll tell you what, mate, if you went to 200 to 1, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. Is he, still, is he still 200? No, no, he's into it. I feel like I don't want to miss out on this one. No, just have a bit of gravy. Just have a bit of gravy. You know, I'm always, because he's because he sort of, He's got the ability to kick big goals, Nats. Yeah. Like last year in particular, like, you know, I had him for a couple sort of most games. and But in the goal yeah, square one-on-one, good luck. The problem is um, you've taken the big price. If I also offered you Nat Fife over or under 16 games this year, what are you taking? Overs. By a lot? Mm, yep. Yeah, he's playing the whole season. When was the last time he did his shoulder in a marking contest? Hasn't happened. How many games has he played the last three nah, years? No, his shoulder problems in the contest. He's not. We're not doing that this year. I've spoken You're to him. You're backing him in. <laughs> I've spoken at, to at him. At 200s. But if it was a gun to my head, I'd choose Tom Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happily. Yeah. Here we go. Are we sure Sean Darcy will be at the Dockers long term? Uh, uh, if it was an American sport, he'd be a trade asset because you've got so much money spending Luke Jackson. But I'm, I'm, I'm a Sean Darcy man. But I just don't know how Luke Jackson's going to get the best out of Luke Jackson if he can't play ruck. And Sean Darcy, I don't think, can play forward. He's a, he's a dominant ruckman. He was amazing in the it's practice a traditional game ruckman. He's a good yeah. tradi- He's a best and first winner. He's 24 years old. Mm, yeah. And still probably improving. So yeah. I think Tim English is 26, 27. Sort of hitting his peak now. Yeah. So. Well, the ruckman hit their peak a bit later. Uh, Sean Darcy's, I think, I think he needs to do 85% of ruck. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then what do you do with Luke Jackson, who's obviously the asset that they've spent a fortune on. So They're not going to play him as a midfielder, are they, Luke Jackson? Thought. Not when you've got so many good midfielders to go through there. All right, let's finish up episode one, season three, Western Huddle. Premier and Brownlow. Zave, to give time for Embers to think about it. I think we're both going to land on the same one. Melbourne, I think, for me, for the Premiership. Yep, I agree with that. And for the Brownlow, can I give two? I know where you're going for the Brownlow, because <laughs> I might have had a little can snip I give you this two? morning as well. And again, in early, in early, so I've got a bit of value on one, as you come in a bit. Um, yeah, Tim Tarano, I think Richmond will win at 15 games or whatever they'll win. I think they'll be yep. far, much improved. No one's stealing votes there in the midfield. On so that, Tim Taranto. Richmond, Ember's big slider. Had him not making the eight. Okay. Yeah, $3.75 to miss the eight, okay. and I'll take that I'll every day of the tens. week. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, a Maddie, I'll give you a Maddie. I think Rory Laird. I think he's done his year where he's been a dominant midfielder. Yep. Adelaide showed in that first game against uh, West Coast the other day that they were super important. They had 30 more inside 50s. Yeah, yeah. I think they win. They got the uh, gather round in Adelaide as well, so there's an extra home game. Can they win 10 games, Adelaide? Yeah. You know what? From what I saw in the preseason, I know it's only preseason, it wouldn't surprise me if they find a way to play in the top eight. So there you go. So oh, they, I look, they look a lot more solid than yeah. Port Adelaide right now. I just can't see anyone pinching votes. And it's all about, yeah. all, all I look at is bang on nailed Ollie Wines a couple of years ago. Yep. No one's going to pinch votes at Adelaide. Yeah. I put Adelaide. Keep the theory. I went uh, Andy Brayshaw at fifties cashed out last because no one's going to still vote there. I yeah. think Roy Laird's the one that no one still votes off. Yeah, I uh, I just like Marcus Bonds and Pelly. I reckon he started the season really slow last year, worked mm. into it. He's he he's, could be by far the best player in the comp this year. Couldn't he could he? be. Yeah. yeah, no, I love the way he goes about it. So um, probably no surprises there. But if he gets up and going, I think he can uh, he can win. You got a mad? You got a mad prediction? Give us something mad, Embers. Mad. Well, my mad one was was Richmond. the Tigers. Okay. Yeah. So I think everyone's just you know going. Some someone said they can win it. Top four. And I'm looking at, and I, I'll tell you my theory with Richmond. All right, they remind me a lot of West Coast post 2018. So you look at right. them on paper and you go, "Geez, mm. what a side!" But the reality is, most of their good players oh, now, their A graders, yeah. are uh, are getting to that age where you no longer can can the play an A grade game, but they're more likely going to be a you know a Dustin player. Martin. There's so much unknown um, about him. I'd Cotchin. love to see him get his best. You know, Koch, right. you know, like so. I can't no. wait to see what Bolton does though. 
Bolton, he had a hundred shots at goal last year. Bolton and uh, Timmy Taranto, uh, you know, probably the the two that can actually you know spark yeah. him. But they need a bit more going on. I think the jury's out on them. Okay. okay. That's it. That's another episode of the Western Hunt. We'll be tuning next week. Another for the one. First up. Episode Where one. Where am I sending the invoice, Tommy? Season three. Uh, <laughs> season three. You and Giles at STA. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with all things WA40 and the Western Huddle.